T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yes, indeed. Touchdown at 10. We talked about it earlier this past hour. We're going to expand on it here for a number of reasons. We have heard in terms of the sale, value could be stunted a little bit because I think it was in the New York Post report. I want to make sure we give proper credit here, not just something we're pulling out of the stratosphere, that Indeed, you're not buying the Washington Redskins. You're buying what amounts to, right now, an expansion team that you might even have to start over with, putting your own branding and your own marketing ideas behind it. And thus, as we heard uh, you know, a few days ago, as we alluded to last hour, Sean Payton has been very open about the process that has been going on, and that if... You know, if if Ron Rivera's seat was warm, it apparently was even hotter here during this offseason. Was there ever a thought about going back to New Orleans? That was out there. Yeah. Um, and, and look, it, it's a it's it's a trickier one because, it, look, it involves someone that, that I've hired, Dennis Allen, and, and we've worked together on two different stints. Um, but I think in the end, uh, for me, it was looking it was looking really closely at it. it these teams and then there was a you know there everyone's waiting to see what happens in Washington and there, there was some interest from some potential ownership groups that are going to be bidding on that currently a bid on that team that were getting ahead of the game saying wow. hey you know if we get awarded this team would you and and so there were a lot of different things that that's play, interesting right? and and that's a place that's had great tradition like when I came into the league Adam my first two years were Philly. Of course, yeah. My next four years were New York so Giants. So you know all about that. And then my next three were the Cowboys. That My whole entire NFL career prior to New Orleans was NFC, NFC East. And what happened to that program? Was that one that made you think a little bit? Listen, that place, my uncle loved the Washington franchise. Last year, we go there to play. And I'm pregame, I'm looking up in the crowd. A third of the fans are Saints fans. 
And I'm like, what happened to this place? Yeah, that was it's, one it's of the sad. six. That was one of the six pillars. They used to fight for tickets in divorces. I mean, for, there was a 50-year wait list <sighs> to get tickets. It's that sad. Was, that was a special place. It was. So it'll come back. I hope so. All right. Is it going to come back, Chris? I mean, yes, of course it's going to come back. It's never going to come back to 90,000 because they're not going to build a 90,000-seat stadium. Uh, So if that's what you're looking for, no. Uh, I think what Sean Payton is referring to is, you know, you used to go to RFK. You used to go to the early days at FedEx Field, even not so much the early days, even up until, I don't know, 2012, 2013. And it was 90% Redskins fans. And every stadium is going to have a sprinkling of road fans, but not one-third, not one-half, what have you. I thought all along, I we talked about this. I'm not revisionist history. I thought all along Sean, Mc, Sean Payton, I always want to call him Sean McVay. Well, we were just talking about Sean right? McDermott off, off mic. So. Well, Sean McDermott and Sean McVay, you're right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought all along Sean Payton was the leak to Colin Cowherd. They, they're buddies. They go out to dinner. They talk i mean you know how Sean, this works. of course been working with fox yes you know, you know how you know how this works mm-hmm. right sure you know if 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 you have sean just happened to bring conversations on record that usually stay off record so right that that i mean he he kind of took it a step further so he did but first he let it leak through his media buddies mm-hmm. okay colin cowherd first and again, Cowherd was smart to kind of position it as not a source telling me this, but keep an eye out for the commanders. Keep an eye out for the – who do you think was feeding them that? Colin Cowherd's, no offense, not that smart. Oh, he's West okay. Coast. I mean, he's, and he's based on the right, West Coast. Right. And, you he's know, not that smart. Not like he's dialed into Kime and all these guys here. He's getting that information from Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. Then Rex Ryan comes out the following Sunday – or a couple of days later and says, hey, you know, keep an eye on uh, Sean Payton and Tom Brady, the commanders. Just, just saying, Washington. Just, you know, I'm not reporting. I'm just saying. Then we find out yesterday who interviewed with Sean Payton for the Denver Broncos defensive coordinator position. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Rex Ryan. Right. Hmm. I wonder how these things came out in the wash. See, that's... I was never one of these type guys. Oh, you know, like, let me show you. Let, let me try and figure out who leaked the info. Because I was dependent on people talking off the record and with anonymity but and as, what as, have but, you. But in your defense on that, most people are, you know, guys yeah. that work the beat every day like Kime, they're the same way. They get J.P. Finley down the hallway. Mm-hmm. They get stuff from people that, you know, they can't tell you who told right. them. Right. But they are privy to information, but and both are crafty, especially Kime. They're crafty about how to disseminate some of that Correct. stuff without incriminating their source. Correct. Uh, I mean, source says is, you know, as generic and as vague it's as what you Breer, can get. But Shefty, it's, it's, all it's those what, guys are, are really good at Absolutely. I mean, listen, here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. There's nothing wrong with Sean Payton talking. There's nothing wrong with Sean Payton saying... Uh, hey, you know what? I was, uh, you know, I like they reached out to me. Now, for me, the interesting thing is Sean Payton made it sound like if you listen to that bite and you watch and you read the transcription and people have quoted it in print, if you listen to that closely, it made it sound like he was he was 
in contact with, presumably like they reached out to him, two different groups, one who has made a bid and one who is expected to make a bid. Okay, that's the way he said it. Now, mm-hmm. I assume that's the way he that's the way he meant it. Maybe he said it the wrong way, but if you listen closely and if you read the quote, you'll hear like he was talking about essentially two different parties or two different groups, one who has made a bid, one who is not. Now, here's where Sean Payton, the only way that Sean Payton is is wrong. Sean Payton is not wrong for entertaining a conversation or a dinner or uh, an expression of interest, what have you. By talking openly about it, as he now has with Adam Sean on Sirius XM Radio. <laughs> By talking about it openly, now he has basically said, look, Ron Rivera is a dead man walking. You know what I'm saying? By letting his media cronies, Cowherd and then Ryan, who's a media and a football crony, mm-hmm. and remember who who was who was Peyton's longtime defensive coordinator in New Orleans, or long time might be a stretch, but several years. Rob Ryan, right? Rex's brother. Mm-hmm. Rob, I think, is done coaching. He was here for a year. Yeah, I don't think he's to Baltimore. in a couple of years. Yeah, now. what have you? Rex Ryan probably still very much wants to get back in the game, right? He's bored on you TV. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Um, so, so I'm, I'm just like I try and put the pieces together and say, okay, that's where this was. I mean, as we thought all like I th- we talked about this. Sean Payton is a connected dude. He was getting interest from presumably Bezos and his people, and then maybe, maybe th- that's. As he alludes, you know, people who are expected to make a bid well, or planning on making yeah, a bid. And, and I would imagine the other one is Josh Harris because Josh Harris exactly. seems to be far down the road in the process because exactly. they've allowed him to tour the facility. Well, but allegedly. also there's a mystery candidate bidder that came out in the post interview. I forget the reporter's name that Kevin had on the radio yesterday on his podcast, I guess, over the weekend that has done a lot of reporting on this and said the mystery candidate. Uh, who he thinks he knows. I don't know who that is. I don't know if that's that clearly capital. I don't know if that's Byron Allen. I'm not sure. I don't know what benefit there is to being a mystery candidate. I like Deucelicious out there on Twitter who keeps saying Oprah's going to partner with Mrs. Ooh, Snyder. And- how about that? <laughs> how about that? I mean, Oprah's got a Oh, she's definitely, I mean, uh, financially, she's definitely right? able to get in the process. I mean. Certainly partnering with other people, she'd definitely get the process. How about how about Oprah, KD, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Matthew McConaughey? All right, all right, all right. No, that'd be all right, all right, all right. Uh, and how about? Uh, mm, well, you've you you kind of speculated LeBron James, even though he's a Cowboys fan, right? I mean, um, I, I look guys like KD uh, and KD and LeBron could probably darn near put fifty percent of the group together themselves. The just the two of them, right? Um, they certainly have outlets to other, uh, you know, sources to get involved in this. So, you know, everybody's not stretching themselves uh, as thin. But, I mean, you'd be crazy not to uh, – I mean, Kevin obviously is an out, you know, outgoing Washington, you know, football fan. You'd be crazy not to ask Kevin if he wants a piece of the action. Right. Kevin, is a, Kevin is a basketball player, but 
He's a Kevin is a philanthropist, man. my friend. Well, he's a businessman, he too. He has a business portfolio yeah. that would make a lot of people jealous. And I, I try to talk about that all the time. You know, guys like him and LeBron, more than just basketball players, they are set for eons. Their families are set for eons because of their business acumen and what they've been able to get involved in and invest in uh, in business. You'd be crazy not to ask Kevin if he wants a piece of the action, even if it's only like 5%. Right. Just to have Kevin as part of your ownership group and someone out there that even from a marketing standpoint, if Kevin shows up at two or three games – you know, before the season, before his NBA season starts, where he can be there, you know, and, and people see him as yeah. part of the process, it's going to make the Washington football team look more fan friendly when you see someone like Kevin sure. who I mean, he's been has that game. kind of respect he's in the been community. At games before, though. I know, I mean, but but if somebody says, look, here, KD has invested right, right, right. He's in part this of the ownership product. Group. He's part Absolutely. of the ownership Well, again, group. same thing for Dale Earnhardt, same thing for Matthew McConaughey, same thing for, I, I mean, again, LeBron James, a Cowboys fan. I don't know if no he offense would want to, either to buy one the Commanders. No offense, and I love Dale Jr. because mm-hmm. I'm a NASCAR guy. But no offense to Dale Jr. Matthew McConaughey. I think Kevin Durant has much more cachet here in the area I agree. than even they do. I agree. You know, I agree. They, they, they may help you pick up some fringe people. Yeah. You know, on the surface from other places, because like people that are fans of McConaughey, right. the actor, they're obviously fans of Dale Jr. from NASCAR, and what he's doing now with Dirty Mo Media has been unbelievable. Their podcast's fantastic. Um, but Kevin has a different type of cachet here in the local area I that think. I think would get people excited and, more importantly, give them more excitement about coming back to the stadium and watching the games. So... I, if you're one of the, the, if you're one of the, if you're the new owner, and remember, Josh Harris is an NBA guy. He's got the Sixers. Mm-hmm. You'd be crazy not to reach out to Kevin to see if he wants a piece of the action. Well, listen, you'd be crazy not to reach out to just about anybody with a pulse and money, right? I mean, because that's that's the new kind of way of doing things. Remember, the Denver Broncos brought on Condoleezza Rice, Sir Lewis Hamilton, and somebody else. They don't and Condoleezza need, Rice was in the welcoming photo with Sean Payton. Right, I mean, she but, was there. but they don't need those that money, I don't think. But they, but but there is a value beyond. Hey, we're the Walton Petter family, and bow down to us. There's a value in saying, look, look at what we're doing for diversity. Look at what we're doing for inclusivity. Yes, these people have money. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's well. I mean, you, you can't know, get that, in. I mean, first right, exactly. of all, let's face it: you can't get in it exactly. unless you have the capital. But if you're a white owner, if you're a white family that owns and has a lot of money and buys an NFL team, why wouldn't you invest in women or bring on women? Think about what um, our friend Steve Baldwin was doing with the Washington Spirit before he left that ownership group. He was bringing how we got connected with him originally. Alex Ovechkin, Serena Williams, Chelsea Clinton. I mean, he was bringing on all, you know, maybe it's a 1% stake, maybe it's a 3% stake, maybe it's a 5% stake, whatever it might be. I mean, like, I wouldn't expect Kevin Durant to be, like, more than a 5-ish percent partner. But to have Kevin Durant on the sidelines, like you said, before he goes to NBA, you know, or, or uh, you know, during training camp of the preseason, like in September, had to have Kevin Durant at the podium in in um, in 
I, I don't know. Well, I don't we, know when his schedule. Having, having you know, Kevin Durant, having Kevin Durant in your background, when yeah. you. Uh, w- when you sign on, yeah. when, when new mean, ownership is introduced. And, and Kevin Durant's not playing basketball for that much Correct. longer. I mean, you know, um, so he's going to yeah. need something to do, right? I mean, and, and I look at it this way, too. Now that we heard what Sean Payton had to say and how important tying it back in here to this OC hire mm-hmm. and why Ron is really being careful and calculated about how he does this. If indeed Ron, and, and, and I'm not sure, outside of Peyton, I'm not sure if there was, can we agree that there was really no other candidate that would make you jettison Ron before the season starts? Outside of? Out, outside of Sean Peyton. If you're the new owner. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, what, I, what other, is there another person out there that would make you jettison not me, Ron? Because I'm not absolutely, I mean, a lot of people I'm sure would answer Eric Bieniemy. Like, I don't know how good of a head coach Eric B. I mean, I know that Ron, for all of his faults, and he's got plenty of them, he's got plenty of them, Ron is a resilient, tough-minded, steady-the-ship, kind of, you know, like, prevent-it-from-sinking type of personality type of coach. We know that about Ron. Do we know that about Eric Bieniemy? Do we know that when times get tough that Eric Bieniemy is going to, you know, plant his uh, anchor in the ground and say, come with me, boys, I'll, I'll take you to where you want to go, 8-8, eight and eight, here we come? Well, well, we don't know because he's not been given the opportunity <laughs> exactly. to be a head coach yet. But that's my point. Let me ask you. Is, okay, I'm, let me, sure, let... I'm sure many fans would say, hire Eric Bieniemy in a second. We don't know if Eric Bieniemy would be a better head coach than Ron Rivera. We know what Ron Rivera is. Guys, we know he's not, he, we know he's not great. We know he's not a dynamic difference maker in the areas that we want him to be. But behind the scenes and in that locker room for the most part, I think he's the steadying hand that this organization desperately needs. Let needed. me ask you a drastic question. I'm not, I'm not a person that ever really goes here, mm-hmm. but based on based on information that we have publicly, can they make a hire before the sale? Will they get a hire done before the sale? Will somebody on be OC. on offensive coordinator? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think so? That's $2 million a year. Maybe three. But what if a, what if a new owner comes in and cleans house? Uh, I mean, then that offensive coordinator I mean, you just got said, caught up in a bad listen, cycle. Listen to me. And, you yeah. just said, okay, you said in the trending. Right. And earlier last hour, Jim Caldwell right. decided to take a senior assistant coach role mm-hmm. With Carolina, Instead with a first-year head coach right. in Frank Reich, so there's no really no danger of Frank getting fired and Jim being promoted to interim head coach. If that's even a Correct. path, Caldwell might have even been thinking Correct. or anticipating in that situation. Didn't, so did he, Reich replace Caldwell as the Colts head coach, or was there somebody in between? I think Reich replaced him, right? I'm pretty yeah, I think, sure. Let me double check. So maybe that's the, how they I got the thing open. So I'll take I'm pretty sure. But but to your point. Caldwell is going to a so Albert Breer. Uh, I think I put it in the sh- in the show notes. Here was the quote from Albert a- Albert 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 Breer. Breer quote. So what becomes of Eric Bieniemy? I'd say there's a good shot he'll land in Washington with Ron Rivera. That's 
Breer, Chuck Pagano replaced. Oh, Chuck Pagano, there Jim Caldwell, and then Reich replaced. Okay, Pagano. so there was a gap in between. Mm-hmm. So Breer says, "I'd say there's a good shot he'll land in Washington with Ron Rivera," which sounds like informed speculation. Okay, which would set him up to either save the Commanders or go down with the ship. The looming ownership change has a lot of people worried for their jobs in D.C., end quote. That's what Breer wrote mm-hmm. in the MMQB. Hello. Welcome to what we have been talking about for weeks. Not just on this show, not just on this station, but I'm just saying, we've been talking about this for weeks. Your damn skippy, Ron Rivera, should be afraid for his job. Your damn straight that Martin Mayhew might be a little bit nervous for his job. You know why? Because when you're average, when you're mediocre, when you're barely above water, and when you have an ownership change pending, looming, yes, they're going to want to put their own signature on it. So Eric Bieniemy or Greg Roman or somebody has to weigh that. Now, maybe they can negotiate some sort of clause in their contract. I don't know the legalities. I don't know the principles of that. I'll let somebody else worry about that. Hey, if there's an ownership change, I'm safe. You know, I'm Teflon Greg. I I don't know. But here's the bottom line. Everyone should be worried for their jobs. You know why you're worried for their jobs, Pete? Because they're not good enough. They wouldn't change them if they were really good. If they were winning here, they wouldn't make changes or wouldn't be considering changes. You don't just make changes to make changes. You make changes because you think, you know what? That's not good enough. That's not working enough. That's not sexy enough. That's not appealing enough. That's not the vision that I have. I guarantee you, if Ron Rivera was winning 11 or 12 games a year, nobody would be talking about Ron Rivera getting blown out by new ownership. I guarantee you, nobody, not a soul. But Ron wins seven games a year. Eight this year. Congratulations. You won me a meaningless game against the Dallas Cowboys. Yay! It's a great win against the playoff team. Matter, beat, beat the, ma- matters beat, none. Beat the Super Bowl runner-up. It matters none. But I'm just saying, that's what he would counter with. I understand. Ron would counter with a lot I of different I beat the things. Super Bowl. Look, I beat two playoff teams with a second-string and third-string quarterback. I understand. In 2011, the Commanders beat the Green Bay Packers and the New England uh, uh, Green Bay Packers and somebody else, and and they were both played in the Super Bowl. They both, you know, and the and the team won five games that year. I'm just saying that's what that's what his counter would be. I understand that. But 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 here's my counter. Again, if Ron was winning, hell, not even 12, 10 games a year. I don't think there would be anybody out there going, ah, you know what? Ron really needs to go, one. Two, Ron, uh, I have no faith in Ron. Three, yeah, I hope the new owner comes in and blows everybody out in an inconvenient time. And here's the problem. Like, you say, well, if Sean Payton was getting all this interest from from these external candidates, Sean didn't know when this group or groups would officially take over and how that would work. Is it... April 1st? Is it May 1st? Is it March 15th? Is it June 1st? Is it July 15th? How do I put a staff together? How do I get my footprint so that it's not a disaster on my resume in year one when that's the situation? So I'm going to take Denver where I know. Jerry Jones relieved Tom Landry in this similar timeline shaping up here. 
Now, obviously, Jimmy Johnson went 1-15 that first year. Right. But I believe the roster here is in a much better spot sure. than that Dallas roster was. that done was. in March? It was Do definitely done right at the February-March. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't it, remember the so timeline similar timeline is shaping up okay. uh, potentially for a sale here. So it's not impossible that you know they make a change if an owner is really hell-bent on making a change. Yeah. And I believe the uh, again, I believe the Washington roster is much better than the one uh, that Jimmy inherited, where Troy Aikman was thrown to like Kelvin Martin, and I think Paul Palmer was their top running back, uh, DC native out of Temple uh, at that time. So I mean, I, I just and we know what happened eventually uh, there with the Cowboys and with Jimmy. Uh, they eventually did get their act together uh, and get that thing going. But so there is precedent for a new ownership taking place on this type of timeline. And a change being made. It's just a question of, you know, how aggressive that new owner would want to be. All right, I'm going to throw out a hypothetical scenario to you. I love Russell's hypothetical. When when we return, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to forget it this time. Okay. I'm not going to forget it this time, okay? But it's a hypothetical situation. Everybody's favorite game show, Russell's Hypothetical. With a date and a very popular coach. All right, coming up, 301-230-0980. We'll get to you in the second half of the show. It's Russell and Medhurst. We're live until noon right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You know, at some point, I think, you know, especially with the passing of Ted Lerner, you know, at some point, you know, sale talk is going to come back around about the Nationals. But I think Tom Lavero with Kevin Sheehan, and I would urge you to go back and listen to it on the podcast. I think Tommy's point about that sale not happening until the Orioles are sold, I think the more you think about it, it becomes even more and more relevant. And this particular sale... The process seems to be accelerating right now with the Washington football team. And it's rare that you get a sale period. 
But the fact that we're potentially on the verge of having multiple teams within the market sell uh, is is kind of interesting. And at the same time, you know, could it be exciting somewhere down the road? Sure. But, you know, the one thing about the NFL over Major League Baseball, uh, the NFL right now is a Teflon Don product. It prints money, and it doesn't seem anything can ever derail it. Baseball, on the other hand, continues to do some things that, uh, you know, lend itself to Mm -hmm. keeping the popularity from growing. You know, we play World Series games at night all the time now where we alienate some youngsters who love baseball, but they're not around for the the, the finish usually uh, at the end of a night. Now we're going to keep the Ghost Runners in play at second base because we're, we're trying to protect the interests of each team's pitching. I understand that. Well, let's do a better job coaching pitchers. You know, I mean, we didn't have a problem years ago in this game with four men rotations. You know, now now we've got six man rotations out there, uh, and, and we're you know doing things like that. So I think it's going to be interesting to follow that sale once this one uh, gets uh, solidified, and and maybe the Learner family is going to be involved in baseball a lot longer uh, than we think uh, right now. You have you have an interesting scenario that you would like to present to the courtroom here in the second half of the show. Yeah, so you asked if it was anybody other than Sean Payton, would you consider a head coaching change, right? And you know how I feel about coaching in general. I feel it's much more about the Jimmys and Joes and then the X's and O's, but I'm not stupid to think that a, a, a strong-minded head coach with a vision and a mental toughness and tenacity does – somehow wear off on your team and you can make the argument that that's what has happened here just not enough but here's the scenario now that Sean Payton is in Denver we know that's not happening whoever the new ownership is and I'm not convinced that this thing is happening in March May or anytime soon get into that also what if it is in place by let's just say May 1st what if you conduct the primary part, the major, the large majority part of free agency and the draft with Ron Rivera and his henchmen in charge. What if the new owner gets the keys on May 15th and says, you know what? I don't like how the draft went. Don't like how free agency went. Don't like how this feels. Want to make a big splash. Whoever I am, fill in the blank. I'm going to trade two first-round picks Next year, meaning 2024 and 2025, and maybe more. Wow. From Mike Tomlin. I'll throw it right back at you. Do you think Tomlin would even entertain this? Probably not. Okay. But didn't he go to William and Mary or something? Mm -hmm. Isn't he from Norfolk? That's Williamsburg, though. I mean, William and Mary's in Williamsburg. He's from Norfolk? Yes. I mean, you could. I mean, maybe he. You could, I mean, I don't know how much of a lure that would be. You're you're the head coach of one of the pillared franchises with the best ownership, and I don't want to say no pressure, but you are the man, and you, you rarely have to worry about Mr. Rooney coming into your office going, Mike, what the hell's going Understood. on out there? Understood. Okay? You're already building with a new young quarterback. Understood. Good young running back. I mean, 
Would he even entertain? A clueless offensive coordinator, according to those that are unfamiliar with reality. Well, my, my man Andrew Filipponi in Pittsburgh tries to point that out he, every day. He ain't, he ain't, the, only, oh, he ain't the only one, he let is, me tell you that. He is riding his pony trying yeah. to get Matt Canada out of yeah. town. He ain't the only one. But if the, Mike Tomlin was so brilliant, so smart, but he's got he's got a village idiot for an offensive coordinator. But yeah, that makes I'm not, a lot of First sense. of all, unless you put so much money so an absurd amount of money. I'm not even sure Mike Tomlin even gives that ten seconds of of entertainment. Does his agent take the call? Of course he does, and the agent will say, "Well, how much are we talking?" He'll text Mike. Mike, how about what if it's twenty five million? million? What if it's twenty five million? That's absurd. It's not that absurd when Peyton got what eighteen or nineteen. Right? I guess it, that's true. That's true. I mean, you want somebody, you want somebody. Well, there's no salary cap for coaches, right? You're going to have to pay a pretty penny if you're going to make a big splash. I Again, re- please realize that this is a, uh, I don't even want to call it a dream scenario, but this is a fantasy scenario, hypothetical discussion. It would be based a, off would of be a what question, you asked me. How, right, how, how hard up would new ownership be? Because you don't replace Ron Rivera with just a jabroni. Right. Okay? Mike Tomlin would, of course, not be a jabroni. Unless unless new ownership, you know, was sized to bring in a guy like Eric Bieniemy and be the team. Hey, we know 15 interviews, 16 now because the Colts did interview him. So 16 interviews, 15 teams, they've all said no. We're going to be the team that says yes. We're going to give it a chance. Uh, Those are the only kind of scenarios I could see where Ron doesn't make it to the starting line with Washington this year, especially now with Peyton uh, having signed with Denver. I just don't see see a scenario and a person that's worth blowing out your current guy for. Right. And by the way, I, I would say for all of this speculation, I think we, as a show... Not saying that others uh, don't have the right to do and say whatever they want. We as a show have never advocated for the firing of Ron Rivera. Yet, responsibly, we've discussed Ron's shortcomings. Mm -hmm. We've discussed Ron's track record. We've discussed Ron's uh, evolution here. We've discussed the good and the bad of Ron. We've said, hey, you know what? When there's a lot of poop flying around, Ron is one of the guys you'd like to have to settle things down. Well, Ron's the guy that emerges from the foxhole every time, right. surrounded by smoke, right? You know, face, you know, face covered by you know dirt and everything right. like that. Here he is; he's out there, right? You know, he's 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 like John Rambo. Yes. Now, again, Ron has plenty of shortcomings. Plenty. God knows he's got plenty. Yeah, you emphasize that a lot. I mean, so do I. You remind. We all do. I mean, I, I don't say anything about Ron that I don't say about myself. I'm a disaster. <laughs> you know, I, I literally cut that I, up, Maddie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Ron's I, like I wouldn't just. I don't I say anything about Ron. I don't say about myself. I'm a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, 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 well, I'm I'm just saying I I don't criticize Ron without criticizing myself. I wouldn't say Ron's a disaster. I'm a disaster. Ron's not a disaster. But Ron, it's impossible for anybody to say that Ron's a great head coach. 
that Ron's a very good head coach. It's an, He's a look, again, good it's head a coach results, in some areas. Yeah, I mean, it's a results-oriented yes, business, dude. I mean, we know yes, that. Right. We, we so, understand that. But but that's not being mean. That's the reality. Sure. Now, when people say Greg Roman is a bad offensive coordinator, they're Baltimoreans. Sorry, you are. You're an idiot. You're not a bad offensive coordinator. Think about, uh, and here's the, here's the other thing. Think about why the Baltimore faithful are, are were tired of Greg Roman, okay? A, Baltimore's offense, and, and what's the question we often ask, Chris? Washington currently resides in the most difficult division in pro football, mm-hmm. okay? The record shows that. And I ask you the question all the time. How far away is Washington from looking like those two teams that played on Sunday night? I mean, I did this, so I I already did this topic on Locked on Commanders, mm-hmm. so I I mean, I have, like, you know, some ideas all That's why already. I asked you the question, okay. just so you could bring it to our audience, like Sheehan brings his podcast stuff to his audience. I'm just saying, I've, I've already thought about this. That's, that's why I asked right. you the question. I think if you're comparing them to the Philadelphia Eagles, clearly they don't have the quarterback that the Eagles have. They don't have the offensive line that the Eagles have. You make a strong argument for parallels between the wide receiver group, right? Maybe Washington might even have slightly better. Top two are you don't, top two are pretty even. I think Washington's room is deeper. Okay, I'll take I'll fine. take Samuel uh, Brown and even Cam right. Sims that's up fine. against Kez Watkins anytime. Pass rush. I mean, it's hard to say that the Eagles aren't better because they were statistically a lot better during the regular season. Number one now, in the National Football League. But, but it, I mean, a lot better than the Commanders, ultimately. Number one overall. in the National right. Football League. But yet they didn't show up in the most important game of the year. It's because right? they ran into uh, another good offensive line. And maybe the turf monster, as Jay alluded to yep. yesterday. But pass rush, I would say, is still better for the Eagles right now. Now, mm-hmm. they're going to lose a bunch of these guys. Hargrave, maybe Fletcher Cox. What have you? Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham. Uh, I would say secondary, the Eagles are better. I would say probably linebackers, if we're not talking about Hassan Reddick as a linebacker slash edge pass rusher, if you're just evaluating linebackers to kind of make, you know. Washington, I, I, I can tell you, Washington doesn't have Nick Bolton like n- Kansas City does. No, no, no. We're talking about Philadelphia. I but, I, I mean, I would say you can make an argument that, that you know, maybe they're even if we're taking Hassan Reddick out of the equation, right? So clearly the Eagles have plenty. Then you spin to the Kansas City Chiefs. Ain't better at quarterback, obviously. Not better on the offensive line, obviously. You could certainly make an argument that their running game is is better, but I don't know. I don't see a lot of I, – I mean, I, Isaiah Pacheco – Maybe it's because of the offensive line. He seems to have a little more sizzle in my eyes than what the commanders bring to the table. But I, I don't can't. Know. I think I, Gibson and Pacheco are the same guy. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, you know, Gibson in terms of hurt. skill set, I think Pacheco and Gibson That's are the fine. same guy. I mean, Gibson gets hurt a lot or banged up a lot. So, you know, I mean, That's we'll, bad see, luck. we'll see what happens with Pacheco. But clearly they're better at quarterback, offensive line. I mean, I can't say – I mean, clearly they're better at tight end. They're not as – I don't think they're as deep on the defensive line and therefore as good, but you know what? I mean, their defensive line is not embarrassing in Kansas City. Clearly they're better at linebacker. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say they're – I wouldn't say their secondary is as good as the commander's 
secondary is. I would say it's when fairly everyone's close. healthy. I would say it's fairly close okay. in that area. So again, my uh, when I circle back to that, the the obvious answer to the question is no. They don't look like those two teams that played on Sunday night. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, that's yes, that's a beyond fair thing to say. So I mean, that's the challenge for Ron now, and and anybody he brings in on the coaching staff is to develop players. Now they've done a solid job with Cam Curl. They've done a solid job, I think, developing Derek Forrest. Derek Forrest in the back end. Uh, St. Just when healthy looks like he's got the skill set to Correct. play the game. Uh, look at how Jeremy Reeves has developed. They've invested in him. He's now developed in one of the top special teamers in the league, and he doesn't kill you when he has to go in there and play safety uh, as a reserve, as we saw this year. Defensive line. I mean, look, you got what are supposed to be four studs up there. The two interior guys uh, have been outstanding. I mean, there's no other way to to equate that. De- Deron Payne continues to develop, had his best season uh, as a pro uh, this year. Uh, there's holes, though. There's there's depth holes at, at offensive line, linebacker. But there's plenty to like about running back and wide receiver compared to those two teams. And ultimately, the 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 ginormous, to borrow my man Joe Miller's term, the ginormous problem is at the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. And is now, hey, Sam Howell, come on down. You're the next contestant on, you know, stabilize the Washington quarterback position. Or, or is there another candidate? Nick Ackridge was on with Kevin Sheehan this morning. And if you look at some of the early mock drafts, there are a lot of people convinced Washington may go in this direction. Mm. I would tend to counter that. But we'll talk about that next as Washington tries to stabilize the most important position in professional sports and how Ron and Martin Mayhew will look at that here in the offseason. Chris tells us what's trending. All right, another tragedy, another shooting, as everybody's probably aware of what happened at Michigan State University last night, killing three, wounding five. Michigan State has canceled all campus activities, including athletics, uh, for at least a 48-hour period. That will, of course, affect the Michigan State men's basketball uh, team. They were scheduled to host Minnesota tomorrow night at 7, and, of course, that game uh, will not be played. Meanwhile... On the football front, we have news here on uh, the local side. Greg Roman, the former Ravens, 49ers, Bills offensive coordinator, set to interview with Ron Rivera and the Commanders today after a long-hauled-off period. Uh, The Commanders apparently had reached out a couple of weeks ago, but just now getting around to the Roman interview. Still no official word on when Eric Biennemi is expected to meet. The Colts have officially named Shane Steichen as their new head coach. The Arizona Cardinals seem to be circling in on either Lou Anarumo, the Bengals defensive coordinator, or Jonathan Gagnon, the Eagles defensive coordinator. Jim Caldwell, who did not want to meet with the Commanders early on a couple of weeks ago, has decided to join new uh, Carolina Panthers head coach Frank Reich as a senior assistant coach. Caps in action tonight at the arena against the Carolina Hurricanes. 645-1067, the fan. And that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, 
the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. When playing a piano, for real, and not digitally, you know, synthesized in there anymore, was actually part of putting music on. You know what this is too, Russell? Do you know what song this is? I mean, I in my mind I do, but I don't know in reality. It's such a Valentine's Day song. Go. Journey? No. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It's like password. It's like yes. yes. One word song. Uh, it's one word name. One word what song the title. the name of the song? I'm forever For yours faithfully. Bingo. We'll make you a game show contestant. We'll make you a game show contestant before it's too long. Do you like how I held out the, uh, the note Yeah, there? but, you know, we'd get our ass kicked on password. $25,000 pyramid. We'd run out of time. Michael Strahan would look at us uh, at the end of 25 seconds. You have two correct. <laughs> pass. Pass. Russell would be like, pass. <laughs> pass. <laughs> We'd never get the seven questions right. We'd run out of time. We'd have to, we'd have to channel our inner Mr. Miyagi from Maddie in the other booth. We'd have to. We'd have, uh, you know what? You'd probably be good on um, what's the, uh, the show that Regis Philbin used to do. Uh, uh, who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yes. Where I need to? Uh, would you call- like to phone a friend? Chris? Yeah, phone a friend. All right, let's phone a friend. Let's call. If I, if I uh, let's call phone Matt. You, let's if, call Matt in Arlington. If I let's get Matt on the well, phone Matt here. Matt in Arlington let's, would answer. I have no doubt about that. Let, would, let's get Matt on the phone here from Arlington. Would Pete and Timonium, or where where are you from? Anne Arundel. <laughs> I live what? in Church. Whatever. <laughs> hey, would you Would you answer, or would you say, Ah, I can't help you now, pal. I'm doing water polo. On yeah, the I was going to say, Network. if you're taping the show on Tuesday or Thursday night, I might be at Rosecroft. Uh-huh. Wednesday night, I'll be doing basketball at Lehigh, so you might you might have problem getting through. That would be me. I'd be in the middle of the second half, and I'd see my phone ring going, oh, no, somebody's trying to call me. Uh, Pete, uh, Chris needs a little help. He's going for a million dollars. Regis, I'm in the middle of the second half. I can't do it. Click. <laughs> look, look at Russell Russell like <laughs> if you can see what? the look on his face <laughs> hmm. uh, we have breaking news give it to us um, Eric Bannemi is not going to the Baltimore Ravens wow have they made a hire yes they have oh tell Co- us who it is according to Adam Schefter and Jeff Zrebik they have hired Todd Munkin wow. as their new offensive coordinator. Who knew? Todd Munkin gets rid of Stetson Bennett and decides to go to the NFL. This is one of the more intriguing rise 
risings in the coaching profession here. Um, From Unkin? Yeah. Well, because he was, I mean, he was with Tampa as an offensive coordinator before going to Georgia, mm-hmm. right? Wasn't, that was under, uh, what's his name? Um, was uh, that bef- that was before um uh, That was before Bruce. Yeah. Uh, who was the head coach? Um, trying to remember his name. Um, I can't remember his name. I'm just drawing a blank. Um, so Munkin had interviewed with the uh, with the Buccaneers to go back there. I, I wasn't quite sure about that fit. Again, every a lot of people think Todd Bowles is going to be around for a year, mm-hmm. if he even lasts a year. Quite honestly, so Munkin may be looking at, hey, you know what, Harbaugh's got tremendous. Stability, number one. Harbaugh is probably only getting let go if he wants to go. And then if he wants to go, this might be my gig. I don't know. So that's one more That's one more roadblock out of the way for yeah. Washington in their I mean, pursuit of Eric Bieniemy. The commanders, it looks like, could get Eric Bieniemy here a lot easier than people thought. Quite, with, Tennis, I, with Tennessee I, and Baltimore now gone. Now, the the only thing what, what we don't know is somehow, some way, does he get a late interview here with Arizona? But uh, again, if you read all the tea leaves, it doesn't appear that's going to happen. And he could decide to stay in Kansas City, I guess. Let me ask you this, too. Something to consider. Is Washington in position because of the sale to av- to offer a salary that would make him want to walk away from Kansas City? Because to me, the enemy's got the ultimate trump card. Mm-hmm. He can stay there another year. We assume he can. Right. Right? I, well, I mean, yes. I mean, his contract would obviously have to be dealt right. with, but we assume he can. So, I mean, is Washington in a position to make a competitive offer with Kansas City to retain the services of Eric Bieniemy? I don't think Kansas City is going to blow anything that Washington can do out of the water in terms of financial and and if Andy Reid, how do we know how do we know what kind of position Ron's in to offer? What kind of a salary he's in to offer? Yeah, I mean that's a great question. We don't know, but here's what I would guess. I mean, what could Eric Bieniemy be making? Two million, two and a half million, saying, three I mean, million. You, you got to make a competitive offer. Yeah, to I him. know. I mean, even like I mean, they don't have. I mean, say it's four million. You know, say it's a million more than what he's made. And again, I don't know. And, and by the way, Todd I mean, you Munkin can't come up with that kind Todd of Todd Munkin, by the way, another guy that pretty good at the ground game. <laughs> I mean, Georgia's been the last two years been yeah, you know, really solid right. on the ground. Um, Todd's only been a head coach one time, by the way, and his final year of three at Southern Mississippi was good. He was nine and five that year. They actually went to a bowl game. His first two years they sucked. Uh I think they won one I know they won just one game his first year. Um so yeah, we'll see. It's an interesting hire. I mean, you know, good good for Todd Munkin. Good, I, like. So I mean, if you if you if you here's the thing for Baltimore fans who are killing Greg Roman, you brought in a guy that, and yes, Stetson Bennett's able to throw the ball downfield a little bit, um, you know, at, at times. But if you go back and look at Georgia during these national championship years, that's a lot of running game, yeah. man. Oh yeah, that's a lot of running yeah. game. Why would Todd Munkin? Want to be an NFL offensive coordinator because as of to the position you laid out, where he might want to get back in and try to pursue a head coaching job. Right, in the pros. but why couldn't he? Par- why was there no buzz on him to get a head coaching job in college somewhere? It's a great question. It's a very fair question. 
Maybe Todd's whole point has been the whole time has been trying to get back to the pros. Because guess what? Yeah. Chris, I'll tell you right now, there are a lot of college coaches that right now are not real thrilled about where the college game is going. And if they can get to the pros where all they got to do is coach, somebody else handles the personnel you know, stuff. They all got I, all they got to do is coach the players that, that are given some, to them when they show up at OTAs and training camp. That's a more than you, wait. You mean NIL has become a problem? Shocker that that happened. I mean, I, I'm I just mean, saying you got you got boosters that that out there promising a kid 13 million, yeah. and then when they can't come up with yeah. it. Kid goes to Arizona State. I'm just Wait, saying. I, I thought I thought NIL would would solve everything. I yeah. mean, all, all all we got to do is pay the kids. It's not fair. We're taking <laughs> advantage of them. It's not going to create any problems at all. Another Obviously. another roadblock to the Commanders trying to land Eric Bieniemy's out of the way. 301-230-0980. We'll get some input from you. How big of a hire is this for Ron in terms of trying to sell new ownership? That hey, stick with us. We're the we're the guys to to keep going. We're the guys and gals to keep going with this organization from a football uh, perspective. 301-230-0980. Let's talk about it in the final hour right now on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 